Hello, and welcome to Sports View with Simon Rukaba. I'm your host, Simon Rukaba. Well, week one is upon us, NFL season, new NFL season. Finally one with, uh, with a traditional offseason training camp, uh, our three-game exhibition, and our first year having 17 NFL games. Uh, I'm going to, instead of breaking down what normally uh, would be um, you know, my predictions for each team and each division, I'm going to give run down each team and give a best-case scenario for them and what they need to do, possibly. So let's get going with that. And then Wednesday, where I'm going to uh, throw in, I'll be throwing in our uh, the Thursday night predictions for Katie Trop and Shantae Johnson. They'll be the ones uh, between the three of us that we'll be keeping tabs on for the season picks. And then uh, we'll we'll go from there. And then on Friday, they'll actually be on the show in a segment, and they'll give their predictions for the Sunday and Monday games. And uh, and, and we'll go from there. And also I'll have uh, Omar... Uh, uh, our our uh, prognosticator expert, he'll be coming on. He'll give his best bet uh, on Fridays. You know, we have a fictional, like I said, a fictional hundred dollars, and I'll probably put like fifty dollars on whatever his best bet is for the week one. You know, the and then we'll, you know, as long as it wins, then we'll add up what it would have won. You know, had I had I actually you know bet on it, and then we'll keep tab where our hundred dollars ends up by the end of the season. And uh, so stay tuned for that, and it'll be called my, a segment called My First Million. Uh, so it'll be just a fictional money that we're playing with. Obviously, I do live in a gambling city where it, it could be possible, but I'm going to go ahead and keep it fictional, and we'll keep tabs of it, and I'll just see where I would have been if I started off with $100 and, say, put maybe half of it on the week one and then go from there, you know, depending as, as I rack up money, uh, what I'm going to do. Although, although Omar's advice was to do the same bet every every time the same amount whatever you bet but uh we'll see uh the strategy that pays off best or, or what i decide to do uh but but that'll be an, an interesting uh, thing to keep up with uh for the season uh so today uh let's get started we'll go with the afc west obviously dominant uh, dominated the last couple of seasons by kansas city and i don't think any different barring injuries and you know, teams being healthy, uh, although, you know, Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl may have discovered a strategy. Uh, but we'll go with the Oakland Raiders. Their best case scenario <clears throat> is for their fans to push them. So for their home games uh, in front of a ruckus crowd, uh, those, you know, those, that 12th man that o- they can be for Oakland, maybe would push him in their in their uh, in their home games. They do. And they their offense can, when it clicks on all cylinders, it 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 looks it looks fantastic. And also, they um they have a style of play that matches up with Kansas City. So when you think of Kansas City being the, the big dog of the division, uh, Oakland has played them tough, and it's been some uh, uh, Mahone miracles that have uh, beaten them, or or they've beaten themselves after a, a good start. They they can't sustain it. So, but I think uh, of the other teams in the division, they're they were ones that actually compete with Kansas City better than just about anybody. Uh, John Gruden, I hate to say overrated. You know, everybody thinks because he won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, that was his first season at Tampa Bay. But what happened all the other seasons? And what happened most of the seasons in his first in and uh, with the Raiders? And then now he's in Vegas with them. And uh, I believe this is the fifth season, fifth or sixth season. Uh, 
he's really going to have to show something. And, and Madoc, you know, that whole front office, they put together a team. They, they've assembled a good offense piece. Defense needs to uh, kick in. I mean, it all started with the Khalil Mack uh, release early on. Uh, I don't know if they were trying to make a statement. I heard they try to trade for him again, get him back to, to the Raiders. So I think they realized they made a mistake with that. And then it's been kind of a, an ongoing battle with them to try and get a, a defensive stop uh, uh, late in the games or, you know, when it really matters and when it counts. They all, they either have a good start and bad finish or they they come on late after a, a slow start. So something's just got to click eventually with them. And if it does, that's when they can have, you know, the most success, um, you know, possible. But we'll see. And uh, like I said, if, if they're in the running there in the other season, they, they have a they have a shot there to compete because they've competed well with Kansas City. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, their best case scenario, I mean, Mahomes sort of has the number of, he's got over 30 victories over, over Denver and um, uh, the Chargers. LA Chargers, LA slash San Diego. Uh, a lot of people still call them that. I still mess up sometimes, but I, I I think they need they need to have an offense that that maybe conserves the clock and sustains some longer drives, and then they need to have a defense that can compete and sustain. I I think um, overall, a lot of people have them as a surprise team this season or a team that can make some noise. For some reason, I I don't see it as much, uh, but I I do think. They're going to have to have a more balanced attack on offense and sustained drives because I think sometimes they score too too late or, or they have they attempt some passes early on and, and and hasn't succeeded and then they have to punt and when you again thinking about the top dog there with Kansas City you give them the ball quickly or you can't sustain a drive and 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 kill you know some time of possession uh, Kansas City is going to just burn you when when they do get the ball I mean they're capable of running up running up the points pretty quick. So San Diego is going to have to get a more balanced attack and then they're going to have a uh, need, you know, a little more aggressive defense. I think they, they've played too passive here uh, from what I've seen, but then they haven't had an off season like most teams. And we're going to see these, these, even the second year players are pretty much in their rookie year. When you think about it, you know, they had the season last year. So it's like they're super rookies, you know, rookies plus maybe uh, you could call them where this is their first full off season and we're going to see who has developed and who develops into their, their respective systems of the teams they play for. Uh, so that, that's my take on San Diego. I, I don't think they're as a surprise team as a lot of people predict. I think Oakland would tend to, I would tend to lean towards, towards Las Vegas as being a little above them. Uh, and then Kansas city, obviously the number one dog, I they where they have a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, can they stay healthy? You know, uh, these kind of things. Or, and also, you know, they've dominated a couple seasons. So every, you know, they have a target on their back and every team has, has, um, has game plan for their type of style. So we're going to, we're going to see if they got figured out a little bit, maybe in the Super Bowl. And then, like I said, they're suffering from a hangover. It doesn't seem to be from the preseason. They seem to be, you know, working, clicking on all cylinders for the time that the first teams uh got to play um but that would be the only thing i mean i I think they're another cream of the crop another successful season barring any injuries or unforeseen things that that may have that may happen with the team you know you could have a COVID outbreak just like with any team you could have and i think the other teams in the division better hope for something like that some for something that makes them a little compromises them makes them a little less than 100 percent 
small because they just appear to be the cream of the crop for yet another season. Denver, I um, love Teddy Bridgewater, and he's getting the start, and I think he's going to, you know, the defense is going to come back. So with a solid defense, and if if it's a um, offense that just do- doesn't make mistakes and can conserve, conserve the ball, conserve drives, and get points on the board, even if it's field goals, they're going to have a shot in every game. Uh, so I think... Uh, uh, Drew Locke, I think that's why they went with Bridgewater because uh, he's not as much of a gunslinger and risk taker. He's he he understands the game plan, and that's what Denver's looking for. So, um, I think they're going to be right up there. I think it's it's kind of uh, so I I think the divisions Kansas City with Oakland and Denver kind of two A and two B. I mean Las Vegas and Denver, and then San Diego. I think another season at the at the bottom which i i don't know what's going to have to happen in the soft season to to change it oh i'm sorry he's called them san diego the la chargers uh and also they just don't have that support at home uh like they do there's just it's just not kicking in i mean there's more raider fans uh when they come to town than than charger fans and i don't know how much that that actually affects them or hurts them but they're all it's almost like they're not being welcomed with open arms to los angeles like the rams have uh, on on their return but you know, L.A. had the Rams before, now they have them again. And I think they were wishing for the Raiders, and they got the Chargers instead, and they're they're just not embracing them. And so it's like they're a team without a home. It's almost like they play nothing but road games. Uh, so, you know, but I think success, and if they can make it to a playoffs, so they can have a successful season somewhere uh, in there. Um, I don't think this is going to be it, but a lot of people are predicting it will be. Um then who knows? They'll they'll develop a fan base. So let's go uh, AFC East. Uh, Miami, I think they they're the upstart team. Uh, Two, I don't. I, I think the lack of vote of confidence from the team, even though the coach gave him one, Coach Flores gave him one, it was kind of a half-ass uh, vote of confidence, and uh, that may affect him along with you know if he has a bad game or bad you know part of a game and the fans start turning on him. Then what are they going to do? I mean, they need their leader at quarterback to really take charge of the team, and to be to be a leader. And uh, but I think uh, you know they have pieces there that if they are clicking, if they're clicking on all cylinders, they're gonna they're gonna do some damage in the division. The Jets, uh, you know, Robert Sala is gonna have that team playing hard. And right now, you know, the scouts, uh, the Jets, you don't really know what what they're doing, but you know, taking the staff from. San Francisco 49ers and stuff. I think you got to look at 49er games to scout the Jets this season and see how tough, you know, their defense have played. Uh, no doubt Robert Sala's going to lead the team, but I think they're two or three years away from from having any kind of success. So I think they're going to be at the bottom of the division, Miami um, closer to the top. Uh, and then, uh, then the Buffalo Bills, I think they're going to be right there again another season. I think they have some unfinished business where they feel they do, especially the way that, you know, the game started with Kansas City last year and that they just couldn't sustain it. I mean, they got off to a great start and then Kansas City took over from there and almost like Buffalo folded like they, uh, you know, they, they lost um, they lost their hunger there. And I think uh, that's going to be biting, biting away at them for this whole offseason. So I think that they're a little above with New England. I mean, everybody's high on Mike Jones with the release of Cam Newton. They have their team in place and they have their quarterback in place. That way there isn't going to be the controversy of if Cam is the backup or when do you put him in, you know, the first chance, the first time that that Mac is struggling. So you don't have that controversy 
uh, within the ranks. So it, it's Mac's job, and it's going to be his for the season, uh, win or lose. So um, no matter how how good or bad a season they have it. Um, so I would say in this division, uh, give me Buffalo number one, give me Miami two, New England three, and the Jets at the bottom. Um, oh, and then one transaction with the 49ers. I forgot to mention this early. Uh, Josh Norman signs a one-year deal. Speaking of Robert Sala, his former team, uh, San Francisco 49ers, uh, they now have uh, Josh Norman. Josh, uh, you know, he had great season the year that uh, he took the, Pan- the Panthers, went to Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50. Got cut the next season, or he was a free agent. And, in fact, uh, when they were back and forth, as his agent was kind of holding him out, and and uh, the Panthers decided to just release him or, or you know, to, to not negotiate with him anymore. Um, Josh, in a desperate effort, last minute try, uh, fired his agent. He really wanted to play with the Panthers, which tells me he just fit that system well, and that, that system – had him playing his best ball because he hasn't played like that for any of the other teams, even though he's gone to teams that have had pretty much former Panther staff with the with the Washington team and, and you know and then with Buffalo, they've ended up releasing him, so he's not panning out uh, in any other system. But we'll see how he does with San Francisco. It's a it's a one year deal, and hopefully, I know he's hoping for a breakout year that then makes him a hot free agent for next year to sign a longer term deal. So best wishes to him. I hope he can find a way to get into that system and have some success. Uh, definitely a talented player, but something these coaches, you know, Coach Rivera cut him. You know, he's one of the first cuts along, you know, when he first got to Washington. Coach Rivera first got in the Buffalo caught him, and they had most of, uh, you know, an ex-Panther coaching staff. So they're, they just must know something about him that, that the public doesn't, maybe locker room presence or attitude or something. But if he can humble down and and then uh, and just play hard and, and fit into a system, I think he'll he could have some success, and we'll see what happens. But it reminds me of uh, like Asungwa, I believe, the, the cornerback who had a great season with the Raiders and then signed a big deal with the Jets and just never pound out after that. So the cornerback position is just tough to sustain something over a long term career. There's there's very few Deion Sanders in in, in the uh, in the world. Cornerbacks are a dime a dozen, and, and some that are great one year, they're just the very next year they're. They're just not the same. So best wishes to Josh Norman, but but I don't know if I too little too late or if it's just his last his final his last hurrah. So we'll see. So anyway, now moving on NFC North, uh, Cincinnati. I think uh, they're going to have a better season. I I don't know. They finally have Burrow back and from the injury. So I think that's going to be almost like a, a rookie year. Where he kind of gets to uh, have to uh, build into the system and build the camaraderie and the chemistry with the rest of the team. So I just don't know if it's going to quite be there this season. Uh, so I would have to put him more closer to the bottom. Uh, Pittsburgh, man, I, I, you know, they, they got off to a great start last year, but then um, nobody was talking about Ben Roethlisberger because Ben didn't really, wasn't even having a great season when they, when they were running the table and, and they were undefeated for such a long time, right? their last remaining uh, undefeated team. And then it seems once they lost one, it just went downhill there that towards the you know the last quarter of the season and into the playoffs. So um, they're going to have to get better. This might be Ben Roethlisberger's final season, just if he continues to play at, uh, like he's played. So I think he's going to take more chances, more risks, and then the process will probably throw more interceptions. And and um, you know well, they'll have to make a decision there. I don't know if they have a uh, quality enough backup to actually for Ben to lose his job. 
But I'm worried about the offense. I think the defense is going to be solid. I just don't know if they're going to have enough offense to compete here. But I would still put them maybe a little bit above Cincinnati. Uh, Cleveland, everybody's high on that with Baker Makefield. And there's just something with Cleveland and the tradition of Cleveland to sustain something positive. But they might be in the right division at the right time. And I would say that uh, they would be, I'd say, above Pittsburgh and, and Cleveland. And then with Baltimore, uh, you know, they're going to have their solid defense. They're going to have to have uh, um, performances there on, on, on offense. And I think they can explode for a lot more. Um, so the potential they have there, I, I think, is a lot more. So um, I, I think the division is going to come down to Cleveland and Baltimore. Kind of 1A, 1B with Pittsburgh third, maybe maybe sneaking into a wild card spot. And then Cincinnati at the bottom, but maybe showing promise towards the uh, you know the last four or five games of the season that would give them hope going into next season. You know, kind of one of those teams that could be the surprise for next season. So I think uh, it's a year too early for Cincinnati, but but keep an eye on them, especially if they can build the chemistry this season and and have a good finish to the season that they can maybe carry over into next year. AFC South, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I like I said, I think Urban Meyer looks like a deer in headlights out there. And it's going to be quite a struggle this season as they develop uh, and look for uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, good quarterback. But I think it's going to be similar to, you know, Peyton Manning. His his rookie year was a two and fourteen season. So uh, not much hope, not, not much expectation. Sorry, and it's my brother's favorite team, but um, they're going to really shock me if if they have success. But uh, their best hope is to have a, a solid defense. Uh, in Saxonville and, you know, kind of have a return to that and then have their offense um, just be good enough, you know, to get just enough points and, and kind of sneak in some games, kind of play the games close and sneak them out in the end. <coughs> Excuse me. But for that, it's going to come down to the strategies of the coaching staffs, and I just don't know if they're going to be experienced enough in Jacksonville to to outcoach um, the other teams. So kind of put them at the bottom. Although uh, they traditionally have success in week one, so don't be surprised if they do beat Houston, another team in turmoil. Now getting to the Houston Texans, um, that's a, all the turmoil with Sean Watson but and, and everything else. Uh, they actually may, I mean, Jacksonville may be a notch better than them this season. I mean, you're going to have two kind of the bottom feeders against each other. And, uh, I, you know, again, I don't expect much from Houston either. Um, in the Indianapolis, I think, uh, they're going to have good rate of success. Um, but when you think about their defense competing with, um, uh, Tennessee, I think then Tennessee moves to the top of that, just, just the way that they fight and they compete and, uh, and they have a solid offense and solid defense. Mike Rabel's built a system there that's in place and, and they're established now. So they're going to be a hard team to overcome in that division. So I would say Tennessee uh, at the top with Indianapolis, and I'm gonna say Jacksonville with Houston at the bottom of the of the, of the pack there. Um, so uh, that'll be the AFC predictions. Now with the NFC, uh, let's go uh, NFC West, Arizona Cardinals. I you know King, Kingsbury's uh, just. And they're talking, you know, they're talking a lot about maybe getting rid of uh, 
uh, Fitzgerald or trading him away here. You know, it'd be a shame to see him not finish his career in Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, he's just got to limit the mistakes. He, he has explosive plays, and for every explosive play type of thing that he does, he he misses some easy stuff or, or some stuff that might be in front of him, but he's definitely an accurate passer. He's smart, knows how to, how to run, knows the times to run, and knows the time to just – um, hold on to the ball and just take a sack sometimes, and that's a, that's a that's a tool that uh, a lot of quarterbacks don't have. Uh, their best case scenario is an explosive offense, and and then a defense that can that can uh, get off the field um, and, and keep that offense going. So their third down defense is going to have to be key this year for any type of success. Because uh, I think they they've that, that's kind of their. They're following the games I've seen of Arizona. Uh, the Rams, uh, I think, you know, with Stafford, uh, Matthew Stafford now taking over the helm, I think they're they're going to come together there. We heard Ryan Davis. He's just kind of a traditional thing that whenever a Detroit player leaves, they almost always win a Super Bowl with, or get far with the teams that they go to. So I would put the Chargers kind of towards the top with Arizona below them. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, I think uh, they're, they're going to be back, I, you know, changing coaching staffs. Um, Garofalo's back. And keep in mind, Garofalo has a, a 75% win percentage as a starter. Can he stay healthy? But then are they going to be worried uh, of Trey Lance taking over if that happens, if he were to get, if Garofalo were to get hurt? Um, I think they have a solid lineup, solid team. Uh, I just, so something just tells me something's just going to be off where you're going to be wondering why aren't they better than than they should be. So this division, NFC West, I would put uh, – and then Seattle. Then Seattle's going to compete there again. I think they're going to have a bounce-back year where they're going to be uh, threatening here for most of the season. And if they can stay healthy, you know, they got the pieces there in offense and defense, and, and, and they're going to, I think, have fun with it, with uh, the way P. Carroll runs the team. So – with them playing so loose and nothing to lose kind of attitude and with expectations with the Rams, they, they just may have a breakout year where they're back on top and they're in their back as a Super Bowl threat. So for this division, give me Seattle at the top uh, chargers. I mean, I'm sorry, the Rams second uh, 49ers third, but looking into a possible wild card either. Um, uh, because uh, I think the records of, of some of the other teams, they, they may sneak in there. So uh, they're going to be fighting for it. And with uh, Arizona at the bottom, and then I think changes happen this offseason with the team, with the coaching staff, and then we'll see what what happens with that. Uh, I like Kingsbury, but he just, he's just in a tough division. It's tough to win there. And Arizona is just a traditional, just can't get it done type of team. They've had some success. They've made it to Super Bowls. Um, I think they're going to be a you know a tough team to beat, but but they're going to fall short a lot. And it's just even if they're close games, you know, you talk about the the games that they lose by seven points or less, or eight points or less. Um, I think that's going to rack up for Arizona and be the difference of why they're at the bottom. Uh, NFC North, I got to speed it up, running out of time. So Detroit, I just think uh, they're rebuilding, and I just think they're going to fall short and have a. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make it to five wins this season, even with the extra regular season game. Um, 
they they need to find their way and find an a, an identity that that threatens other teams. I don't think anybody's ever afraid to play Detroit. Is uh, they do make a lot of noise at home and on the Thanksgiving game, and they're going to have two or three games where they're solid. And you think, man, if if they could play like this all the time, but for some reason they can't sustain it. Um, and then Green Bay, Green Bay, I think. With all the controversy, I think they're going to come together knowing that this could be Aaron Rodgers' last season. And that could have been the ploy or the tactic of Aaron Rodgers with the, you know, with the threat of holding out. Is it made the other team appreciate him more and they're going to show how happy they are to have him back. So look for that team to play motivated and inspired and um, and they're just going to go for broke. So they're going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, Minnesota. um I don't know. I think this could be a down year for them because I think that then Chicago is going to be on the rise, whether they have Dalton because of the expectations that that field is going to take over at some point. I really think he's going to establish himself as as the future of the team, the future that's going to lead the franchise to to great things. Um, and, and it could happen by by midseason. You know, so, you know, the, the clock's ticking from day one on Andy Dalton. And I don't know if he's going to get the job done. He's an experienced quarterback. That again, maybe like a Teddy Bridgewater isn't gonna, you know, make mistakes. But he's he's just he's been sack prone. He had, he's not real mobile. And I don't know. I think the team's gonna struggle for the first four or five games until they pull the plug on him and bring Fields in. And I think Fields is gonna be a difference here in the season, depending on on whether it's too late, too little, too late, or they put him in at just the right time. So for this division, look for um, I'd say Green Bay. Followed by, uh, I'll put Minnesota at the second with a chance at a wild card for them. And then Chicago, maybe in the middle of the pack, but one of those teams, just like I said, with Cincinnati, where they finish strong and, and they're going to bring a lot of hope into next season. And, and it will be Justin Fields' team next season from day one. And then Minnesota, I think they have a down year. And I think they. And then they regroup uh, this offseason, whether it's changing in coaching staff or they just they rehuddle and, and rebuild uh, with what they have and, and move into here, uh, having a run, making a run again here in, in about two or three seasons. So, um, you know, I don't think you completely demolish the team and start over. But but uh, for some reason, Minnesota, for me, I think they're going to have a down year. And they'll be at the bottom of this division. NFC. Um, East, uh, Washington, uh, the way they finished, they have that strong defense. Um, Fitzgerald, he's going to have to be magic, man, here on offense. And if not, uh, Heineke, um, remember how he finished, so don't be surprised if he comes on at midseason, if he takes over for Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald gets injured, and Heineke's hungry, and the team likes him. The team seems to rally around him. So I actually think he gives them their better shot, but... They spent that money on Fitzgerald, and, and they're going to go with him. I think they're going to have a solid defense. The offense is in question for me here. Um, and then with Dallas, uh, they have so many question marks, but uh, I believe this could be their their year for this division in, in a weaker division. And then uh, they're just going to have to have the chemistry on offense and bring it back and be what – and hope that Prescott really is healthy and not not hurt because they don't have a good backup plan. Uh, and then uh, the Giants, 
this is make or break for Gettleman, for Jones, for, um, you know, I think they're going to make their run and make their best move and have their moments, but I don't know if it's going to be enough. Philadelphia seems like they're the team on the, uh, uh, on the decline in this division. So I would say let's do Dallas in Washington second with the Giants third and the Eagles uh, at the bottom of this division. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to just go on a hunch that Dallas is going to be the team here with Washington battling for a wild card. Uh, and then quickly, final division. We have about two minutes left, so I'll go fast. Uh, NFC South, Carolina Panthers, I think, obviously, I'm a fan. Uh, I believe that they're going to be a surprise team this year. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They might be a year from that. Uh, uh, Coach Rule has success in his second season at most places, but we have to consider this almost his first season. We have a lot of young players, a lot of the rookies from last year. Like I said, they're still pretty much this is their almost their full, first full year. So we'll see who stands out. They've had some injuries already from the off season, some but some backups that uh, you know that have been out that they were expecting quality stuff from though whenever they came off the bench. Uh. Tampa Bay seems to be on the rise, but I, I, that age though, you can't, you know, you talk about defeating father time, but I think that at the end of the day, they may have some injuries and not sustain a 17 game season. And then Atlanta, I think they're going to have a bounce back year and be fighting for a spot there. And then uh, New Orleans, I think they're going to have a down year. My, so my prediction will click on this one and we'll go we'll Tampa Bay, Carolina, and then Atlanta, followed by uh, New Orleans. So that's my predictions for each division here. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday, we'll go Thursday picks, and we'll get more into as the season, as the week approaches, and, and what's been going on with the happenings. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Simon Rokaba checking out.